Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello and welcome into a Monday edition of Sports Scene ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Michael is uh, producing today. Oh, wow. What a weekend. I know a lot of people will uh, call today and talk about Gator baseball. Certainly understand it. Um, It's a big week, actually, both for baseball and softball. Baseball will host Arkansas Thursday. That's the second consecutive Thursday, Friday, Saturday series and uh, softball will have FSU Wednesday here and then host Alabama uh, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Some, By the way, first of all, congratulations to Dawn Staley, South Carolina women's basketball, SEC, SEC, national champions. Those ladies play terrific defense. They really do. They, they're not great shooters, but they shut UConn down and, and give UConn a lot of credit. You know, they've had a lot of injuries this year. Gino Oriema might have done one of his best coaching jobs in getting uh, UConn to where it was. So congratulations to them, too. Tonight, you can hear Kansas, North Carolina, second time they've met for a national championship the first time back in the 50s, I think 57 is when they met. But a couple things about the Final Four. I like Mike Krzyzewski. And what he has done speaks for itself in terms of the sport, his accomplishments, you know, getting Duke to be a national power, all of that. And when I say the following, I'm not knocking him, but I found a couple things he said after the game, interesting. He kept saying, this is not about me. This is not about me. And I understand in the context of the game, it wasn't. But Coach K, it was about you, and it was about you all year because you came out and said, this is my last year. So of course it's going to be about you. If you would have waited until now and said, I'm done, then it wouldn't have been like that. And I'm not saying he was wrong in saying that. He, he wasn't. But to say it wasn't about him, well, it is, at least in part, about him. And then, in the irony of ironies, Kansas, okay? I want you to hear me and, and understand where this is. Okay. Kansas is playing for a national championship tonight. Okay. If they win it, they still are under the specter of five level one violations against the coach and against the program. Basically, if you remember, and here's the, here's the irony of it. 
You know when those things came down? In 2019. It's been three years since this independent group got all this information, and apparently it was payments made by the school's apparel company, Adidas, to prospective student-athletes. Well, before NIL, by the way. Well, it's taken three years. So what if Kansas wins a national championship? Do they keep it? I guess they would, because the le- but, but if the level one violations are payments to players, what's the penalty going to be? I, I, I can't imagine it'll get taken away. But how I run- that is where college athletics is. That is a microcosm of where college athletics is today. Kansas is playing for a national title, and they got five level one violations hanging over their head. Well, oh, don't worry about that because we're going to go for a national championship. That's just where things are. Major League Baseball begins this week. We've got the Rays opener for you Friday. I will give you, as I always do, my fearless predictions for who will win and all that. At the end of the year, we'll go back and we'll figure out who was right. Most times I'm not. I shouldn't say that. Sometimes I am, but I'm also realistic. I don't don't pick with my heart. Because if I pick up my heart, I want the Mets, but I know how bad they are. Um, all right. Gator baseball has Florida A&M Tuesday, then Arkansas Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And uh, people are wanting to know, obviously, what's wrong. Florida, as I said earlier, just is not used to being in this position. They're not. They're just not. But in SEC games, Florida is hitting 288. Tennessee, by comparison, um, well, actually, actually, that's all games. Let me, let me go back, okay? Let me give you SEC only, which is where I want to go. Nine games in the SEC. Florida's hitting 260. In SEC games. That is seventh best in the league. South Carolina is hitting 202 in league games. Okay? Now, where the number gets bad, in SEC games, Florida's earn run average, 8.08. That's dead last in the league. And you know who's next to last? Georgia. Florida scored enough runs to win Saturday. Georgia's team ERA is 7.52. Tennessee, their ERA in league games, 1.33. That is ridiculous. Arkansas, coming in here Thursday, has the second best earn run average in the league. At 3.36. Here, though, is possible good news for the Gators. Florida hits 260 in league games. Arkansas hits just 243 in league games. Well, so by that number, they can be pitched to. But can Florida pitch to them? I think that's the... That's the... 
The question we will soon see. Uh, also, as you look at, you know, in the league, uh, where Florida is, they're not at the top of a lot of stats. And when you're three and six in the league, you're not going to be. So we can talk about that a little bit, and we hope that you will. Florida, by the way, has struck out the fewest hitters in SEC play. Vanderbilt has struck out the most. Arkansas has struck out the second most. All right, we'll take your calls today. Tomorrow, Tim Walton will join us to talk Gator softball. But today, it's us. And I did it on purpose because there's a lot going on. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com as Michael produces the broadcast today. All right. Let's get to Daryl. A lot of baseball left. I don't think Gator fans should panic. I think there's a level of concern. He's got Carolina winning tonight. What Carolina has done as an eight seed is pretty remarkable. But they, you, 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 they've just gotten a whole lot better as the season has progressed. Uh, and, and I do agree, Daryl, about your point. And, and Sully said it in the postgame the other day. There's a lot of baseball left. Florida has a difficult stretch of games here in the, in the league coming up. No question about it. Arkansas at Vanderbilt, then Tennessee. That's... Now, the good news, the end of the year, at least by where teams are now, the schedule does lighten up a little bit. Mark says, uh, well, he does a football one, so I'll, I'll do baseball first. William said, did the baseball team actually get on the bus and travel to Athens? Looks like that might have been P.K. Young on the bus instead. I said it against LSU. The same was consistent this past weekend. The baseball program is an embarrassment at this current moment in time. An embarrassment. I mean, they're three and six in the league, but it isn't like they're, you know, five and twenty overall, right? Or I, I think that's too strong, William. I do. I mean, look, given its history number one, and number two, I mean, could you say the pitching is poor? Yes. Embarrassing? Okay. Um, but he says, nobody I trust after Barco, although Sprout pitched very well Friday. Uh, and, if, and if that is not a problem, that's all of a sudden going to magically fix itself, especially against his schedule. Going to be a long year. I'm a glutton for punishment. But if social media is any indication, a lot of people have stopped watching. If that's the case, I, I want to focus on that statement right there. If social media is any indication a lot of people have stopped watching, then don't watch at all. Stay the hell home. Don't watch. Because I'm going to say it again for the 10th time. You're not a fan. You're not a fan. If you stop watching because your team is playing poorly, fine, you have every right to do it. But then don't jump back on and act like you're, you know, Sammy Superfan when they win. That's you, you, that's bad. That's just that's just 
if that's really what it is and that's what people are, you know, saying, you yeah, boy. 1214 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now yeah. on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, this is Joey Palace. Blue Buds Kansas and North Carolina face off tonight in the NCAA championship game in New Orleans. Tip-off is scheduled for 920, and make sure to tune in to WRUF for live coverage starting at 730. The Gator baseball team returns home tomorrow after a long weekend series on the road at Georgia. They hope to regain their winning ways as they host Florida A&M. First pitch is set for 6 o'clock. In other Gator news, the Gator men's golf team kicks off their second round of the Calusa Cup in Naples. They're currently in solo first, sitting at 12 under, five shots ahead of second place team Georgia Tech. That's your Gainesville Sports Center, and I'm Joey Palace. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Radiant Credit Union has the financing you need for all your outdoor fun. Whether you're fishing the flats, exploring rivers and springs, skiing around the lake, or camping in the great outdoors, Radiant has you covered. Our online application makes applying quick and easy, and our great rates will help you stick to your budget. Get finance for your next boat, RV, jet ski, or ATV at radiantcu.org slash outdoors. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Life happens. Getting married, moving, new baby, loss of health insurance. If you've had a life-changing event, you may qualify for a special enrollment period in the health insurance marketplace. Visit healthcare.gov and see if you qualify. Need help? A navigator from Covering Florida can help you through the process and find the best plan for you and your family. Visit coveringflorida.org or call 877-813-9115 to make an appointment. Assistance is always free and confidential. Since 1988, the Alachua Conservation Trust has helped preserve more than 54,000 acres of land and wetlands in 16 north-central Florida counties. From easements to historical preservation to environmental education, your donation to the Alachua Conservation Trust assures these lands and new ones are protected for generations to come. Visit AlachuaConservationTrust.org to learn more and to make a donation. That's AlachuaConservationTrust.org. You're always up for some fun with the family. So you order the essentials, a new board game, some baking supplies, and even a new projector for outdoor movie night. And with the Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, you can choose to earn 3% cash back on online shopping, which could increase up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member. Rewards which you can put toward an extra treat that everyone will enjoy, like an old-fashioned popcorn machine. Visit bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding and apply now. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. It's a beautiful day for a ball game. First baseball to be played. Well, who's on first? Yeah. Go ahead and tell me. Who? The guy on first. Who? The guy on first. Who is on first? What are you asking me for? I'm asking you. Every Wednesday morning at 11, we invite you to join the radio team of former Gators pitcher Jeff Cardozo and Steve Russell as the International Diamond Center is proud to bring you On Deck, our baseball radio play-by-play battery will analyze and evaluate the latest with the Gators, SEC, and everything taking place in college baseball. Rotations and Mr. Rawlings are always front and center. Last season, I led this club in ninth inning doubles in the month of August. On Deck, 
Presented by the International Diamond Center with Jeff Cardozo and Steve Russell. Wednesday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gator soccer coach Tony Amato, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Let's talk some sports today, and Lord knows we've got a lot to talk about and lots of different subjects. 392-8255, email srussell at wruf.com. Tony, you're up. How are you? Hey, Steve. What's up, buddy? Hey. Um, Steve, a lot of topics. First on uh, Final Four and Coach K real quick. Listen, the uh, for me anyways, the uh, the uh, shine on that diamond faded a little bit with Coach K for me. When I think he sold out to the one-and-done atmosphere of college, football, of college basketball. And for me, it started with Zion Williamson. When he um, got Zion Williamson, that's when I knew that Coach K had sold out. And you had other coaches who didn't do that. You know, Billy Donovan went to the NBA. He, he saw where that was going, and he, he checked out. Uh, Coach K had already 30-something years in. He could have checked out, too, but he didn't. So, in my opinion, he sold out. I heard a lot of bad things with the Bancaro recruitment, and uh, that just dulled that diamond for me a little bit. With, uh, yeah, but let, let, me, let me explore that. Sold out. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Name me somebody else who hasn't sold out. No, that is true. But then, So he's but just doing what, what the gone. current, my point is, he's doing what the landscape of the sport is. And the, and the landscape, especially in college basketball, five, six, seven, eight years ago was cheating. And he could have decided to just hang it up and retire. He had been there long enough. Billy Donovan decided to go to the NBA. He said, I'm out of here. You know, I'm going to the NBA. I'm not going to be like that. And you have other coaches who don't do that, okay? And they don't have the same type of success. But, Tony, I don't think that's fair. I mean, Billy, remember, Billy went to the NBA once and came back. Remember? Well, he never officially went. (laughs) Well, but come on. He was was gone. And he decided to come back. And he went to the NBA. And I think, well, I know, in part because – you know, recruiting and, you know, the way it was going and all that. Yes, no question about it. But that doesn't mean that the rest of the coaches that are in it, I mean, A, there's only so many spots in the NBA. So where are you going to go if you don't coach there? What are you going to do? Just quit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I go think ahead. Uh, Coach Kate could just quit. All right, next up. Uh, one of the teams that you didn't mention in your rundown was the ladies' gymnastics team. And I'll tell you, Steve, don't well, jump down I, my throat here. That's because okay? I was going to go later on with that, but okay. <laughs> but don't jump down my throat here because I'm a Gator baseball season ticket holder and I'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, no matter what. But I watched more of the gymnastics meet on Saturday than I did the baseball game. Why? i got to confess. Why? Why? Because, first of all, they were going – they were competing to compete for a national championship, number one. Okay. Okay? Yep. And number two, because – they were kicking butt. Okay. I mean, okay. They yes. scored the, the third highest score in the history <laughs> thank you, of NCAA gymnastics. Sorry. If you're if okay. you're watching me now, I'm just thank I'm I'm doing the thank you, Tony. Thank, yes. 
What's more <laughs> fun to watch? Is oh, it yeah, fun to watch a team that's, you know, hitting on all cylinders or a team that's struggling? <laughs> of course you're right. You betcha. Talk about peaking at the best time. They are peaking, and in a couple of weeks they'll be competing for a national championship, yep. and uh, everybody should really go and check them out. Uh, so much fun, man. And last up, Steve, um, the consensus is that you need about 15 wins in the SEC yep. to make postseason play. Yep. I think the Gators get a little bit of a leeway because they're the Gators and because of their history, their most recent history especially. I think they can make it maybe with 14 um, do you see that 14 coming, 14, 15 wins in the SEC, if, if I put a gun to your head right now? it's And I'm being brutally honest here, Tony. I just think that's really difficult to ascertain after three weeks. It just is. Uh-huh. Okay? I mean, obviously, if they keep playing like this, difficult. Difficult. Okay? Because especially, I think this stretch of games coming up here, the this next nine games – Florida's got to win four or five of them at least. You, you, you do that, and then you're, okay, whatever you are, you're three games under in the league, but then you get Missouri and South Carolina at the end. Mississippi, uh, Mississippi State is a struggling team. So you can make up ground there. Yeah, and also you get Kentucky also, so you could definitely make up yeah. ground. I'll be, ecstatic with, I'll be ecstatic with four wins. Yeah. Steve, I think this – I think this is the type of year that the Gators don't host a regional, but they go somewhere as a two, at worst three. That'll be considered the toughest regional, and they'll have an outside chance to win it, especially if things come together towards the end of the year and some of these young arms settle down a little bit. I think they'll be a dangerous two or three seed, but I don't see them hosting a regional this year, Steve, unless something drastically changes. Okay. Tony, thank you. Appreciate you. Yep, thank you. Well, again, to be fair, there is a lot of baseball left. Jake, welcome to Sports Scene. Hey, thanks, Steve. I'm going to talk basketball, but sure. I, I did have a question because I didn't get to hear how the team did. Did they win one out of three, two out of three on the baseball? They were swept. They got swept. Yep. Okay, the broom came out. Wow. Huh. Okay. All right, so much for that. The game tonight, uh, I was really kind of disappointed because I was really – Pulling for Duke, and I was pulling for for Villanova, hoping they'd be playing tonight. And obviously, they're not. Do you think Coach K might pull a Tom Brady and come back? No. Okay. No. Nope. All right. I mean, never say never. I mean, obviously with Brady, that shows. But no, I think I think he's done. He's he's seventy five or whatever he is years old. I think. He's yeah. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, who do you who do you pick tonight? Um, I'm going with I'm going with Kansas. I, I just think they're. I mean, look to get here. Both teams have played really, really well. But Kansas is they're playing on all cylinders. I I, I like what they've done. Yeah, I think almost everyone's picking them to win. But North Carolina, man, they've been unbelievable. I'll tell you, they same thing. Like I was thinking that uh, you know a couple other teams maybe had peaked at the right time, like Duke, but. North Carolina, I wouldn't be surprised if they win, but I think everybody's favoring Kansas. They, uh, like you said, they they got the right tools, but uh, they got to be an interesting game anyway. So I'm looking forward to it. Okay, thanks. Yep, thank you, Chris. Welcome to Sports Scene. 
Hey, uh, Steve, I just want to say I agree totally with that first caller. I, I think uh, saying, well, you know, everybody's doing it, so you can't get on to Coach K for also doing it. I think if you look at that excuse throughout the course of history, that's the excuse that lets some really bad stuff happen. You're either, you either have ethics and standards or you conform to what the lowest common denominator is doing. And so I did lose some respect for Coach K. Uh, you know, for, you well, know, then you lost respect like, for every coach. Well, I didn't have it to begin with. Okay, because well, so, that's what okay, everybody yeah. is doing. Respect. I did not have respect for those Sonny Vaccaro types uh, who play this game and say they care about these kids when they throw them to the wolves and they don't get an education. I didn't have that respect. I did have that respect for Coach K, but then he stooped to that level. So well, no, no, I he, don't think no, no. I, I, I'm stoop. calling you out there. He's a okay? stooper. I'm calling yeah. you out there. What Sonny, what, what, what was done 30 years ago is not even in the same breath as what is going on now. Co- compare those two for me and tell me how it is. What are you saying? I, you're, you're, you're bringing up what happened with Sonny Vaccaro all those years ago. Didn't care about the kids, meat factory, etc. Okay? You're lumping Krzyzewski into that. Okay? I think it's worse now. Okay, tell me. I, I'm asking. How is it worse? How do you how do you think it's worse now when when before, you know, kids they weren't worried about education, all that. So how is it worse now? That's what I want to know. I think I think 30 years ago it started to get to where it is now, but at least kids still had 3 4 years to go through school, figure out what they wanted to do with their lives. Now it's your basketball or nothing. So that's all I'm saying. I think I just think that the excuse that everyone is doing it, you you can't hold that as an excuse. Yes, we you can. Are... That's what the sport no. is. That's that's what Nazi Germany said, Steve. No, we're just doing. No, what no, no. Else let, let, let's use baseball. Let, let's use let, let's let's get away from basketball, Chris, and let's use baseball. Okay. Is everybody using analytics now? Is everybody using you know? Yes, absolutely. Uh, okay. So then I guess that's bad too. That that's Nazi Germany too. No, I love analytics. I think it's great. Uh, okay, well then you're picking and choosing what you like the way the sport changes. Analytics doesn't we're, that's not an ethical argument. No, it's not an ethical argument, ethics. but I it is an argument with what the sport is doing. What what is different well, yeah, now? I, the the only I'm thing different in basketball now, Chris, is the portal. Right? And NIL. So if that's if you're telling me that what Shashevsky did was to get into that as opposed to what? No, I'm actually for the portal, and I'm for NIL. Then I don't understand your point. The, I'm not. I'm not for one and done culture, which is what the first uh, caller said. But but that wasn't. I wanted to uh, get your opinion on this one thing, Steve, and that is the uh, mirroring of the LSU program and the Florida program. Yeah, I, I can't remember two programs that have made substantial hires simultaneously, and I think three years from now we're really going to judge these athletic directors. I think Florida got it right, although personally I would have rather had Matt McMahon. Um, I, I think he's more accomplished than what Todd Golden is. Um, but, and I definitely think we, we got it right with Billy Napier. Um, but I just wanted to see what your opinion is on where these two hires will stand and then like three years from now, where do you think these programs will be? Okay. Thanks, Steve. Sure, thank you. Well, it, it's a little bit of apples to oranges when it comes to LSU basketball and Florida basketball, LSU doesn't have any scholarship players left 
understand what I just said. They have zero scholarship players left from the Will Wade fiasco. Are you going to compare, by the way, who just uh, people who are just calling Coach K to Will Wade? Is that what you're trying to? Because that's what you're trying to tell me. Because I'm still not understanding that when you when you've lost respect for Shashevsky. In what way? Is he doing? Did he cheat? Is he doing what Will Wade did? Is he doing what Kansas allegedly did? I don't see that. 1230, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Southeast Car Agency here in Gainesville at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Friends, if you've had a, a new vehicle and maybe you want to change, maybe you don't want to buy a new vehicle that as soon as you drive it off the lot, it depreciates. You want to get the best in a late model vehicle, great selection? Well, Southeast Car Agency is the place to go. And it has been for over 40 years. That's all they've done. The Cousins family began the business by selling these types of vehicles. They're still doing it today. Well, think about the 40-plus years. Longevity, quality of product, trust by customers. You're talking to one right here. Been a long-time customer of Southeast Car Agency. Go online, secars.com. Check out the vehicles for yourself. All the important information is there. You want to test drive them, eyeball them for yourself. Go see them at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. Their sales staff's great, too. Why? They're there to answer any questions for you, but they never try to hard sell you. And I've always appreciated that about Southeast Car Agency. Go see them in person. Tell them, Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family owned and operated and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises, in fact their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all, they'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive, they'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall, we do them all. More than 56,000 distracted driving crashes happened last year in Florida. And sadly, more than 300 people involved in those crashes never made it home. Distracted driving puts everyone on the road in danger. The text can wait, put it down, and focus on driving. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. We're all on this planet together. So join Odyssey in counting down to Earth Day. With 21 days to go, here is one thing tip number one. During the spring and summer, hang your clothes outside to dry instead of using the dryer. 
Not only will you save electricity and money, but your clothes will get that fresh outdoor scent. Join Odyssey, and together, each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Sunny skies for the afternoon and temperatures in the 80s. They'll fall into the mid-60s overnight. Partly cloudy skies to start off your Tuesday, turning mostly cloudy by the early afternoon. Highs tomorrow still in the 80s, but a system should clip our area. That'll give us a chance for thunderstorms by tomorrow evening. A chance lasts through Thursday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Magic Johnson Basketball Hall of Famer. Can you tell me something good about the Lakers? No, it's, it's bad basketball. It's not winning basketball. They can't stop anybody. When we do something great, you see everybody high-fiving, hugging. Like the other teams, they be running out to half court greeting their guys. And you don't see that with the Lakers. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Welcome back. Lots to talk about today. Glad you are doing it. Byron's up next. Hi, Byron. Hey, Steve. You know, Steve, I, I definitely haven't been a lot into Gator women's sports, So, and that guy was, was a great call. I didn't even know what gymna- gymnastics did. I'm sorry. But, and Steve, just wanted to shout out, because uh, I've played in South Carolina since we've been giving coaches, Don Staley and that South Carolina team, and I'm – I, I I kind of didn't like her because she always beats the Gators, but that Aaliyah Boston or that Boston girl is amazing for a big girl, about 6'5". I could imagine my 6'6", even guarding her as a man. So uh, just shout out to – and the women's sports and the, the Gator team. Uh, I don't want to keep doing names, Steve, but the, the the latest girl that got hurt, I'm 65, so I'm sorry if I insulted her. But I, I, I just hope she does well. And the new coach and the team, I'm so proud of you guys with that 20-win season. And just all of the ladies' sports, Steve. And, and real quick, on the, on the, the, the beat UConn, uh, that guy is a great coach, even if, if it's women. I don't want to do the name, but just some great coaches in all sports. And uh, I, I like to say this about the NBA real quick, Steve. Uh, Miami. I hope it's making a comeback. I, I was wanting to call you when Udonis and Butler got into a fight. I've never seen Udonis lose his temper, but I think it was good for him, and I think he'd make a good coach. Hopefully he'll come back and coach the Gators. And uh, I tell you, uh, with that Philly, Boston, and uh, Brooklyn, and, and those guys, and Milwaukee, and Steve, when you're throwing that Coach D at Chicago and Atlanta, it's going to be a great Eastern Conference Finals, if you'd like, uh, basketball in the NBA. Thanks, and go Gators. All right. Byron, thank you. Uh, Rit, hello. Hey, good afternoon. I really enjoy your show, Steve. Thank you. Sitting here uh, eating my lunch, and then I heard garbage come out of the radio. And I'm referring to your last two callers, except for Byron. It, I won't call them stupid takes. I'll just call them ignorant and lazy takes. How can you lose respect for somebody 
who before Zion Williamson even stepped foot on campus had already had multiple banners, multiple gold medals, had coached the highest athletes at the highest level. I'm not even a Duke fan. I kind of hate Duke. If I growing up, if I wasn't rooting for Syracuse, I was rooting for the Tar Heels. But for for I think people are just incredibly dishonest with themselves when they they hit on him for for all of a sudden having one in Dunners because before this phenomenon started blowing up about a decade ago or so, he was already recruiting elite talent and already winning championships and going to the Final Four. So. I, I don't know. I just I had to get off that my off my chest. Uh, <laughs> great show, Steve. Thank okay, you. thank you. Well, that's the, what he says is true, and I don't understand. I, I just I'm trying to understand the loss of respect and comparing it to what happened with that you know 30 years ago. I I, I don't I don't get that. Maybe somebody can explain that to me. John, hello. Yeah, good afternoon, Steve. You came off your break and you were playing Chicago. One of my favorite, you know, listen to music like that. I think I appreciate the, the nostalgia of what type of music you 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 interject. It's pretty cool. So anyway, yeah, you know, it was wanted. funny. The Grammys were on. Yeah, and I I knew nothing. That's sad. <laughs> I knew zero, and I used to know that everything. It's I mean, again, getting older. Understand? Well, we all are. So anyway. Uh, last caller, you know, stole my thunder, but I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, all the great players that he's gotten. What about uh, Billy Donovan? You know, get he was going after Kwame Brown, and we had Donald Harvey. So, are you saying that? Are we saying that Billy Donovan was a sellout too? So, yeah. I'm just I'm just saying that tongue in cheek. That's all. Yeah. But um, your first caller talk, was saying a couple of things that I agreed with. You know, if we got to 15, I think it's a it's a um, you know something to shoot for, and that tells me that we need to go twelve and nine the next. I see twenty one games that's in the league, so I think that's attainable. And I also agree with what you said about we gotta go maybe get four or five the next nine to kind of you know get the ship kind of going steering in the right direction. So if we can get to you know go twelve and nine, I think that's pretty attainable. What do you think? Yeah, uh, look, sometimes big league teams go through patches where they don't play well. You know, the Dodgers go through patches they don't you know, not much. But we're right. we're good teams, I think, and where Florida's always been good, is that they've avoided being swept. You know, they've at least if they got beaten a series, they found a way to take a game. So that's what happened, you know, the other day when, you know, Florida had a really good chance on Saturday to, to at least get out of there with a win and have a little confidence. It didn't happen, and now you got a really good Arkansas team coming in here. And but if I'm if I'm Sully, I'm 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 getting in the face of that team, and I'm challenging them. Look, you came here, you were highly recruited. You know we yep. can't use the excuse of being young anymore. Right. Let's go. And I hope well, the crowds will be good, and I hope they'll be loud. Right, and then Thursday night was the opportunity. I mean, if, if we would, you know, give up the three runs and three three pitches, I think that, I think that's. I'm not saying it set the tone for the weekend, but if we got that win, that win, maybe you know, who knows? Maybe Saturday would have been a different story, but who knows? Steve, great show. I was always, and I'll talk to you later. John, thank you. Uh, well, we have open phone lines now three nine two eight two five five. 
Ronnie says, seems strange to not have CBS airing the Final Four. Did I hear correctly? ESPN has taken over the whole tournament in a year or two. I think I'm right in this. Um, somebody can, maybe Michael can look this up for me. Um, but I'm pretty sure um, that in 2023, the entire Final Four is on CBS. And then in 24, it's on TBS. After that, I don't know. But I, I'm pretty sure the next two years, it's that. So it's still going to be CBS and TBS, Ronnie. Chris is next. Hi, Chris. What's going on, Steve? How you doing? Hey, man. Hey, you know, Steve, I just turned on your show, and I caught the tail end of your conversation with that previous caller about Gator baseball. You and I were kind of chatting yesterday at the station, and I don't know, Steve. It's, I know there's a lot of baseball left, and so certainly we can see Florida turn things around, but, Steve, it kind of feels like a little bit of last year where we kind of look good early, but then once you start playing teams that have a ranking and they've got other great recruits and scholarship players, it just seems like pitching is not coming into forefront like we thought it would be. Well, I mean, the numbers certainly show that, at least in league play to this point. Um, I, look, look I, I guess, Chris, if you're a fan, if you're glass half empty, you know, look, the pitching's the worst in the league uh, statistically. Uh, is it going to get any better if they have to go to the bullpen? They're in trouble. If you're, you know, glass half full – well, you got a good start from Sprout, so if he keeps pitching like that, that gives you, you know, a Friday, Saturday guy you can kind of bank on. Now Sunday, you know, we don't know what's going to go on, um, and then you hope you can find, you know, two or three guys in the bullpen that you can, you know, sort of rely on to go. So I mean, it's I'm an eternal optimist, but I but I get it. I mean, it it was it was tough to watch that. Well, Steve, I'll say this, right, because what you just said kind of, right, kind of gives me that half-glass-empty kind of feeling because you said hopefully you can find a person or two in the bullpen. And as you said before, right, if you're silly, you've got to challenge those guys and say, look, we're not young anymore. You know, you were some of the best in high school. And so I know that every class is different. I know that you know, not every time you jump a new level of competition, every kid can answer the bell like we hope they should, but – I don't know, Steve. Right now, I'm I'm hoping that we can turn things around. But as you said, with Arkansas coming in here, we're going to need a great crowd to be on our side because you know they just got to start winning some ball games and prove to everybody that they're not just this you know possibly overrated team. Because I feel like we might be starting to get that uh, that moniker a little bit. Okay, good talking to you, man. Check. Always appreciate. Okay, you. Chris. Thank you, Chris Pinson over at uh, TV20 Sports, uh, chiming in there. 1244 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WAUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jenica Clairvo. Tonight is the night. The Kansas Jayhawks look to accomplish their fourth basketball championship while holding off North Carolina from winning their seventh. The showdown in New Orleans takes place at 9.20, but live coverage of the matchup will be right here starting at 7.30. Florida baseball is now unranked after being swept by the Georgia Bulldogs in Athens over the weekend. The Gators return to Gainesville as they host Florida A&M tomorrow. Florida softball will also, be, will also return to Gainesville after picking up two wins in their three-part series with Auburn. They will host Florida State on Wednesday. That's it for your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jenica Clairvaux.
ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Gator baseball season is in full swing. And you'll catch every second of the action right here on WRUF. Gator baseball broadcasts are sponsored in part by Florida Coast Equipment, your local Kubota dealer. Visit FloridaCoastEQ.com. Are you at a dead end when it comes to dealing with that awful joint pain? So was Rick Rawlings. I did a year and a half of steroidal injections in my shoulder, both shoulders. They weren't helping at all, and it was just a Band-Aid. As for the constant pain medication prescriptions... I didn't get any relief. I didn't get any sleep, so I just stopped taking them. I didn't want to get hooked on drugs. But one day... I heard a uh, commercial on the radio about QC Kinetics. Rick called QC Kinetics and learned all about natural biologic therapies, non-surgical treatments that actually help the body restore damaged joint tissue. And it was life-changing. After doing the QC Kinetics, I feel like I have a new life again. Today, my shoulders feel wonderful. My only regret was I wish I had done it sooner. From dead ends to new beginnings. Call today and learn about QC Kinetics' long-lasting relief. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. The crack of the bat, the roar of the crowd, the taste of peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Is anything better than baseball? Steve Russell here. Join Jeff Cardozo and me every Wednesday at 11 for On Deck, a one-hour show where we'll break down all things baseball. Curious about the MLB season? What's Sully working on with the Gators? We'll dissect all of that and more every Wednesday at 11 a.m. during On Deck. It's sure to be a hit, and it's here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Milkshake? Quick, the quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up spills quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand. So you can get back to your milkshake. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, it's better than your... Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. Love listening to Gator Sporting Events on ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM? Well... You can also hear Mick, Jeff, Steve, Kyle, Tom, and Sky wherever you are with the WRUF radio app. Catch every touchdown, layup, spike, goal, and home run all in the palm of your hand. Gator games on the radio, on the web, and with you no matter where you are with the WRUF radio app. From the diamond to the dugout. We are your home for Florida Gator Baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. It's a great segue, Billy Napier, because uh, got an email here that says on social media from Mark, a ton of positive buzz around the job Napier and his staff are doing in recruiting in 23 and 24. However, there's a segment of the fan base that's getting so caught up in all of the recruiting excitement, they're forgetting some of these highly rated recruits won't make an impact until they get on campus in one or two years. I'm psyched about the recruiting, but also very concerned about the current roster talent and depth for this coming season. Your thoughts? Well, 
that's why you have a coaching change sometimes. Okay? When you have, if you didn't recruit well, if you have people leave in the portal, uh, it takes time. And I think that's why I think even the harshest Gator fan is, I think, willing to give Billy Napier some time. Because most, if you look at the schedule, you know, most people are thinking, oh, seven, eight wins. And I think seven or eight wins would be really good. I think Billy Napier would say we can do better than that. But sure. I mean, now it doesn't mean if, if you get a kid in the 23 class, could he make a, an impression as a freshman in play? Certainly. But, yeah, might take a little time. And remember, the other schools like Georgia and such are not going to quit recruiting either, just so you know. 392-8255. David says, doesn't like the one and done, but no way to compete without it. Most of these young men, not kids, have mostly made already up their minds before playing the first game in college. They go where they think they have the best chance to go pro. Uh, if they're smart enough to get into Duke, they've got brains anyway. And as far as baseball, says he doesn't like the way baseball puts the shift on, but it's part of the game. Uh, and he said, how long before a woman takes over a men's college team as a coach? I don't know if that's if there's a woman coaching at a lower level at this point. I don't know. Um but look at what Becky Ham has done. Uh, I, I think that's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. Tomorrow, maybe not, but I think it will happen. Patrick says he doesn't like Duke, but was rooting for them because of Coach K. Gino's been to 14 consecutive Final Fours. How much would a men's coach make if they did that? Oh, God. Can you, can you imagine that? I don't know what he makes. I'm sure he's not a pauper. But, yeah, to your point, a lot. A lot. All right. Lots of good topics today. Tim Walton's going to join us tomorrow. And then Wednesday, it's going to be fun because uh, freshman cornerback Devin Moore will be our guest to talk about his uh, induction into Gator football. But for now, you want to talk Final Four? You want to talk what? Oh, before I do that, 3928255. I did mention I was going to talk about Gator gymnastics. The numbers they are putting up are borderline ridiculous. You just hope they got one more meet. Because a fall, a slip, you know, there, there's no other meet. And that's what's kind of happened to them. You know, they picked a bad time uh, to have, you know, a little slip up. But they've. I think their confidence level right now is really high, and they have a lot of gymnasts who are peaking at the right time. I, I sure, and Jenny Rowland's one of my favorite people, so I just hope they do well. Uh, really do. I, I think they got a real, real good chance to win a natty, and uh, you just hope they do. Let's get uh, Dick and St. Pete to join us. Dick, hello. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah, I saw the uh... – I didn't watch the baseball this weekend, but I saw that they got swept and stuff. Now, the guys at Thursday, Friday, uh, Saturday, I saw the ba- softball Saturday. But um, I, I think I, I said something to you about. I came to the game when came to the LSU game, and the game they lost eleven nothing. It just looked woeful. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, obviously Sully's a great coach. Okay, they're first and foremost, but they don't look like they have tough guys. They don't look mentally tough. And and I look back. D1 baseball started keeping rankings. 
seven years ago, like 2015, I think 2016, they've had they've had six to, they've had six top six classes. It's all seven years that they start they started doing D1 baseball rankings. They've had a number one class in 19. They've had four classes that ranked second. I mean, are we developing this talent? Are we not? Are, are we not? I mean, we're, you, you couldn't put us up to a Vanderbilt. What's Vanderbilt's done the last seven years? Why not? I mean, well, what's what, how many national titles? Has been well, if it, okay, then then you years. can't put anybody up to anybody because that's the only judge. If you're judging every school by did they win a national championship or not, well then, yeah, I get it. Well, I mean, that's ultimately what you're trying to play for. Well, of course it I is, mean, but is that a fair judgment, Dick? So I guess um, Connecticut, when, when Connecticut lost last night to to uh, South Carolina, well, they didn't win a national championship. So, uh, I mean, that's not well, a fair well, comparison. Well, how many SEC championships has Vanderbilt won the last seven years? I, I can't go back and look. But again, is that is that the measuring stick in the SEC, or is it getting well, to Omaha? Go back and look well, how many times Florida's gotten to Omaha under Kevin O'Sullivan. Could a but could a, a good measuring stick be? Six top six recruiting classes in the last seven years that they've kept ranking. Four top two in a, in a, in a number one class in 2019. Do you think we've gotten? Do you think we've gotten uh, the goods for that? Well, yes, but look, it's just like anything else, Dick. A recruiting class can be ranked whatever it is, but it doesn't mean that it pans out for whatever the reason. I get right. It. I mean that that's just that's just people who you know who are in the business and who judge talent, right? It's just like at the beginning of right. the year. Look where Florida was preseason right. ranked. So so a lot of people thought this was going to be a pretty good baseball team. Would you agree with that? Yes. Okay. I would. I now, would. I just Okay, go ahead. Has it panned out that way to this point? No. Florida's not ranked. Now I mean, there's 25 polls, but you know, they're, they're either going to be not ranked in many of them or ranked 25 at this point, if they are. Right. But that's where the snapshot is right now. That snapshot could change in three weeks. That's what you play a season for. Right. Well, I, I just think we should be we should be we should be in a better position as a program than where we're at right now. I mean, I understand what you're saying about everybody goes through peaks and valleys, but I don't think I think we should be more competitive. I mean, I mean, we're, I mean, our pitching. You figure we get these number one classes, you know, two, three, four, five years out. I mean, we get top two, top three classes. So, I mean, those kids are so- sophomores, juniors. Some of those kids are seniors. I mean, it's not like we're going putting a bunch of freshmen out there. We shouldn't be. We should have some good. We should have some good, good arms that are juniors, sophomores, and stuff like that. I well, mean, we but what you're missing one. You're missing actually two. Very important things, in my opinion. Okay, one is the draft. Right, right. you don't get. Right, sometimes you don't even get to be a junior or a senior, because right. your talent is right. such that you go. Right. Okay. So no, I, there yeah, aren't yeah. a lot, a lot of seniors that are around. Right, because if you're a really good senior, you're going to be drafted before that. Right. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Well, and then the other thing is injury. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Nick Pogue, yeah. before he got hurt, was really pitching well and then had Tommy John, and he hasn't come around. You know, he he, right. he, he just hasn't done well, okay? Right. Tyler Nesbitt is just, you know, as a redshirt freshman now, 
you know, kind of coming into his own a little bit, but he's still relatively young. So, yeah. you know, if you look at this team and they're pitching, it's young. And, and then to your point about development, okay, I will say this, Timmy Manning. Here's a kid who came in with really high accolades, and, and I think it's fair to say he's disappointed to this point. He's not lived up to the hype or the billing or whatever that is at this point because he's been inconsistent. So, I mean, yeah, I hear you. All right. Okay. okay. Thank you, Dick. I appreciate your call. Um, yeah. Uh, and I'm not making excuses. That that roster is what it is, and it was constructed by Kevin O'Sullivan and his coaches. They are ultimately responsible, okay, like any coach is. But, again, because of COVID, you know, Sproats a sophomore. Nesbitt, I believe, is a redshirt freshman. Barco is a sophomore, but he's draft eligible. Slater's a redshirt freshman, I think. Uh, Brandon Neely's a freshman. So, I mean, just this is who they are. We'll see if they get better. Hour one is done. Hour two is coming up. Stay with us. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WAF. Gainesville-U251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Kids are amazing. And at Florida Kid Care, we think their health care should be amazing too. That's why millions of Florida's kids from birth through the end of age 18 get their health and dental insurance for free or at a low cost. And your child can too. Apply today at floridakidcare.org or 1-888-540-KIDS. That's 1-888-540-5437. You're busy. We get it. And that's why Florida Coast Equipment is here for you every Saturday morning. Here with the Kubota equipment you can depend on from professionals you can trust. From Kubota zero-turn mowers to LX and L-series tractors to the number one selling subcompact, the Kubota BX. Keep building that backyard oasis. Make time for that barbecue and spend some quality time with the kids. You deserve it. And you deserve the dependability you get with Kubota and Florida Coast equipment. Visit us today in person or online at floridacoasteq.com. Now open Saturdays from 8 till noon. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community with programs like Law Talk Live on the Sky every Saturday at 1030. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 other audio platforms. Meldon Law, the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. We're all on this planet together. So join Odyssey in counting down to Earth Day. With 18 days to go, here is one thing tip number four. When using CFL bulbs, use the 15-minute rule. Leave CFLs on if you will be out of the room for less than 15 minutes. Otherwise, turn it off. 
This maximizes the life of the bulb and saves the most energy. Join Odyssey, and together, each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hey there, welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene. Michael is producing it. We thank you for tuning in and talking sports. Always appreciate it when we have calls and emails so we can talk sports. Tomorrow, Tim Walton will join us to talk Gators softball. They've got a big week coming up with uh, FSU here and then Alabama here uh, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Uh, we will take your calls. We've talked uh, some basketball today. We've talked some uh, Gator baseball today, as you would imagine. And we can do some more. 392-8255, email srussell at wruf.com. I want to go back, and I want to go back to the Georgia series. Okay? I was there. Broadcast the games. This is the difference sometimes between great and being swept. Okay? Let's go to Thursday's game. Barco only goes five innings because he threw 92 pitches. He gives up three runs. Then Ryan Slater comes in and three and two-thirds gives up three runs. Gators lose seven to six. They give up three in the ninth. Okay, Blake Purnell came in, couldn't hold it. Okay, that happens. Now, now you're talking Friday. Brandon Sprout pitches only six innings, and had pitched five dominant shutout innings, then gives up three in the uh, sixth. Ficarota comes in, a young pitcher, who'd been pitching pretty well, but didn't pitch well on this day. In a third of an inning, gives up three runs and three hits. The Gators lose. And their pitcher, Jonathan Cannon, was really good. And that's my biggest fear. Because I think this Gator lineup, while good, and look, I, I think a lot of times good pitching stops good hitting, but that's what I'm worried about. Because when the Gators faced a good arm in Cannon, they didn't do much with him. And then on Saturday, Milchin doesn't get out of the first inning, and what a job by Brandon Neely. Brandon Neely throws five innings, gives up one run. Abner comes in and did okay, but then he had walk, walk to the 8-9 guys, and they lit up Nesbitt. So sometimes the, the line between, you know, success and failure is tough. Florida scored eight runs on Saturday, enough to win, but they gave up 15 hits and 14 runs. Georgia even made three errors and still won the game. So each, each day there, there was one guy that kind of broke down. That, that, that's why Florida is struggling a little bit at this point. Let's start with Phil. Phil, hello. Uh, Steve, glad you and the crew are back safely. Uh, I've lost track of time a little bit. Wasn't there a turnover in Sully's staff over the past few years? Yeah, and Brad Weitzel. Brad Weitzel, yes. Do you think that's had an, have an impact on some of the player development? Well, I mean, I, I'll say this. Um, I always respected Brad. 
uh, he's a, a baseball guy, you know, from his playing days uh, at, you know, at Georgia to, to coaching here, old school. Uh, he was kind of a kindred spirit for me. I always sat with him and ate team meals together. Um, and the way he left here uh, was difficult. I, I've, I've talked about that. But I'm taking nothing away from, you know, what the coaches here have done um, because Brad didn't deal with pitching. Right. That, that was, you know, that was mostly Sully. Now he's got David Kopp here. And, you know, David was a terrific pitcher and I think knows pitching talent. But you're dealing with young talent. And sometimes you can be as, you can be as highly recruited as you want to be. Okay. And Gator fans have been spoiled in the past, Phil, because some of the freshman arms that have come out have come out of the gate and done very well. Well, that has not been the case for, you know, whatever the reason. So, you know, you, you hope it gets better. And the way through these growing pains, Steve, would just be more times on the mound. Is that fair? Well, y- yes and no. I think you right now you got to put the guys out there that you can trust, right? But who are they at this point? Because it's been sort of up and down. For example, can can Neely now bounce back with another good performance? Because he was terrific the other day, okay? But Nesbitt struggled. Abner's a guy who was really highly recruited, and he couldn't throw strikes. And, you know, he's been good for an inning, and then, like, again, walk, walk, taken out. So this is what is happening with this group. It's uncharacteristic. We haven't seen it, and it's difficult to watch sometimes. Yeah, like uh, I think it was Thursday night we opened the, the late innings with a walk and a hits bat too. Yeah. And just and just said, George F., I don't remember struggling like that just to, to throw good strikes. Steve. So the growing pains are finding out who we can trust. One comment on, on uh, gymnastics, and I'll let you go. I love what Coach Roland said a few weeks ago. She said, you know, if we can just continue to beat ourselves, and it was in a totally positive concept, usually coaches are lamenting the fact that we lost because we beat ourselves and our our girls were scoring at such high levels that if they keep improving on that, beating themselves, then we'll be fine. I just thought that was a cool way to put it. Yep. They're, they're doing great, no doubt. Take care, Steve. Yes, Appreciate sir, Phil. It. Thank you for your call. Um, Bobby says, when the season started, did you see the pitching woes? No. Did, did I see potential to struggle because of the number of young arms? Sure. Florida plays a terrific schedule and plays in a great league. So, yeah, but, I mean, nobody, I don't think anybody thinks when the season starts that, oh, they're going to struggle because you know, they, they wouldn't be here if they weren't good high school players, cream of the crop high school players. But until, and you can do whatever you want to do in inter-squats, but what do you do when the lights go on? They're, they're going through growing pains now that's just the best way uh bobby i can tell you about what's happening right now um another email here didn't get a name seems every year we hear the gators have the number one and number two highest ranked baseball recruits last two years the pitching's been abysmal with last year's 19 to 1 loss in the playoffs uh what i would like to know what players are they referring to as highly ranked because other than barco none of the freshmen can top 92 
and the two sidearmists can't hit 90 after an inning or two are getting lit up. Well, that's not true because some of, the other, some of those freshman arms do go above 92. Uh, I thought Sully was a pitching guru because he's lost it and maybe we need to fix the problem. If that means the coach, if you're referring to Kevin O'Sullivan, okay. Jim says, we have 20 freshmen. LSU had eight. Maybe an intern can run numbers for other opponents. Yep, that, that's part of it. Not all of it, but part of it. Because you can be a freshman and be good. I mean, there's nothing that, says, nothing that says you can't be a freshman and be great, right? But, again, it's tough. Um, Larry says, uh, my naive questions about Gator baseball. Is there any correlation between Sully giving up the pitching coach responsibility and the lousy pitching? Well, I'm not there at practice every day, but I do know this. Sully trusts David Kopp, and Sully is still the head coach. I mean, it isn't like he never sees the pitchers or never, you know, so, I mean, it isn't like he just doesn't work with them or know who they are. I'm going to say it again. It's a young pitching staff. Uh, has some complacency resting on the laurels crept into recruiting and or coaching. I would hope not. I'll answer this way. Somebody, and a lot of somebodies who do this for a living, have ranked, has ranked Florida's incoming class very highly. So if you're resting on your laurels, then you wouldn't think those recruiting classes would be ranked as high. Do I think they coach as hard? Uh, I can tell you on Saturday... I saw a lot of coaches there who were upset, really upset. So I don't think that has, that's the case at all. William says, are you excited about what your Mets can do this year? Uh, well, they already got bad news about Jacob deGrom. That guy never stays healthy. I mean, he is one of the best pitchers of his generation, but he can't pitch. I think the most improved team, he says, in that division is Philly, except for their pitching, yeah. I think Atlanta's going to miss Freddie Freeman more than they think. Well, they got a pretty good guy in his place. Now, there'll be a lot of pressure on him because fans in Atlanta, if he, God forbid if he gets off to a slow start, that you, you hope for him that it's going to be better for him that way because if he gets off to a slow start, watch out. John says, you remember a quarterback winning a natty at a school and then transferring because they don't believe that they'll start the next season. Um, I can't think of one, but I'm sure there has been. But I remember, transferring now is much easier than it used to be. Chris, uh, uh, also, uh, he asked about a championship. John, I'll get to that in a minute. Chris, hang in there. Get right to you. 113 time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jennifer Cuervo. Tonight, the Kansas Jayhawks look to accomplish their fourth basketball championship while holding off North Carolina from winning their seventh. The showdown in New Orleans takes 
takes place at 9.20, but live coverage of the matchup will be right here starting at 7.30. Florida baseball is now unranked after being swept by the Georgia Bulldogs in Athens over the weekend. The Gators return to Gainesville as they host Florida A&M tomorrow. Florida softball will also return to Gainesville after picking up two wins in their three-part series with Auburn. They will host Florida State on Wednesday. That's it for your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jennica Corbeau. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Leave it up to my friend and trusted realtor Scott Caldwell, owner of your home sold guaranteed realty, to come up with a program exclusively for his sellers that allows you to trade in your current home so you can buy your dream home worry-free. With fewer homes on the market now than ever before, buyers often have to make their best offer. If you have a house to sell, most of those offers do not get accepted. Never experience the hassle of trying to sell and buy at the same time or the risk and hassle of owning two homes. With Scott Caldwell's Trade-In and Trade-Up program, sellers never find themselves stuck, and they can move at their pace and on their timeline. That's because Scott already has buyers, thousands of them, creating higher demand and multiple offers, which means, of course, more money for you. So trade in and trade up with Scott Caldwell. This program is perfect for you. Learn more. Great. Call 352-209-0000. That's 352-209-0000. Or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. Credit Union has the financing you need for all your outdoor fun. Whether you're fishing the flats, exploring rivers and springs, skiing around the lake, or camping in the great outdoors, Radiant has you covered. Our online application makes applying quick and easy, and our great rates will help you stick to your budget. Get financed for your next boat, RV, jet ski, or ATV at radiantcu.org outdoors. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Playing golf is an important part of how I stay active. On the course, every shot counts, and the same is true in the fight against COVID-19. If we each take a shot at defeating COVID-19, then together we all win. In the fight against COVID-19, every shot counts. Schedule your shot today. This message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. They gave me a new mouth. <laughs> I'm stunned at how much more confidence that I have now because I have a real mouth that, um, that I don't have to cover. My dentist for the past 30 years, I feel like he got to a place where I wasn't sure what to do with me here. The biggest deal was they gave me an overall plan. This is where we're headed, this is what we're gonna do, and then work through that plan. It is a place where you can come, enjoy your time here, have pretty dramatic work done, pain-free, and then be very pleased with the results. And you leave with friends. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Another prescription? Another surgery? Here we go again. But the joint pain is still here. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over, expecting a different result. Try something new. 
that can lead you to a better life. Football champion Emmett Smith's talking about QC Kinetics, all natural, non-invasive alternatives to surgery and harmful pain medications. I tried to avoid as many of those things as possible because I did not want to get hooked on pain meds. I didn't want those things to hamper my life. Patients across the country are saying no to pain meds and discovering QC Kinetics all-natural, biologic, long-lasting solutions to pain relief, regenerative treatments that help your body restore damaged tissue and get rid of the pain. The natural biologics that QC Kinetics is providing you gives your body a chance to naturally heal itself. End the cycle of pain meds and avoid surgery. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and everywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Let us continue with phone calls. Chris, you're up first. How are you? Good, Steve. How are you doing today? Doing well, sir. Good. Hey, I was watching... Anyway, I watched Thursday night, and, you know, Florida should have won that game. It's just, they, you know, they let it go late in the innings. But, you know, not all this is on the, the pitching staff. There are certain instances where, you know, runners on first or second and third, nobody out, bases loaded, nobody out. I mean, the offense fails to produce. And then, you know, Nesbitt comes in, in the on Saturday and, with the bases loaded, nobody out after the other guy had walked a couple batters, and you know he first two out, uh, he gets first two outs with no nobody scoring, and then we get a ground ball to the shortstop. wasn't an easy play, but he overthrows the first baseman, and then the wheels fall off after that. You know he gets that out, and they're out of the inning and have a good chance to win the game. Yep, it is sometimes little things. It was like that Saturday, and there was a ball hitting the hole. Uh, Rivera got to, um, and then a ball trickled out of his glove. It would have been a difficult play. Uh, there was, a, you know, the one where he, you know, made an error, or yeah. you know, I mean, so yeah, a play here, a play there, and or you know, a good at bat here, a good at bat there. But that's, you know, I mean, you you look at a you look at a game like that, and there's two or three reasons why you win it, and there's two or three reasons why you lose it. That's right. I just, uh, just give them a little bit of time. I think they'll get it straightened out. But you know, look at and look at all the infield hits that Georgia had. I've never seen so many infield hits in the series. Yep, but that's what you have to do. I think winning teams because Georgia's got some speed. They don't have a lot of stolen bases. That that's kind of you know not done now, and and especially at the at, at the pro level and the college level too. But they do have the ability to. You know, get in field hits, and that keeps innings going. That starts an inning. You know, a swinging bunt, bam, you're on first base. So, yeah, yeah I mean, that's when you're going well, you get those breaks. When you're not going yeah. well, you don't make a play. That's kind of how it is. Yeah, well, they just don't have much margin for error at this point. In time. No, they don't. And 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 I said this earlier. You want to talk about the pitching, and I get it because in league play. 
It has the worst ERA in the league. That, that, that speaks for itself. But they're only hitting, I think, 260 in league play. Yeah, it's it's a total team deal. It's not just one thing or another right now. It's it's pitching defense and offense, and you know that one one has got to step up to support the other, and uh, they'll get it straightened out. All right. Thanks for your call, Chris. Thank you a lot. Let's bring uh, D in South Florida. Hey, D. Hey, what's up, Steve? Uh, talk about that game Saturday, the uh, UNC Duke game. Mm-hmm. Man, that was. Um, I don't know why I ranked that game up there, Steve, but it's it, it's up there, man. I mean, you talk about. With everything that was on the line, uh, the two schools, tradition, uh, big shot players, uh, big shot, uh, you know, makers, uh, you know, big time players and the coaches. It's just, it had everything and it, it, it lived up to the hype, man. Some of these games don't live up to the hype, but that one, that one definitely lived up to it. But uh, I want to talk about, you know, Duke and UNC uh, for a minute. Uh, you know, as much as I can't stand Duke, I got to give their players credit, man, because. You know, all year they had this burden of, you know, trying to send Coach K out with a bang with a championship. And it's just – that's a lot of pressure for uh, for 18- to 20-year-old kids, man, to uh, to know that uh, the legendary coach is leaving and you're tasked with trying to, you know, send, them out, send him out on top. So I thought those kids uh, acquitted themselves well, just didn't work out for them. But saying all that, Steve, uh, Duke's never going to live this down, man. Uh, for, for, for the rival – go into Cameron Indoor Stadium at Coach K's last game and spoil that. And then a month later, you get an opportunity to get them back on a neutral floor in the Final Four, and you lose again. I mean, UNC is going to be big brother forever, man. I just That's, that's something Duke, I don't care what Duke does, UNC is going to have uh, bragging rights over them forever. And oh, no, I totally, I, I totally disagree with that. I don't. Here, here's why. Because Here, – you, you know you know this, D. What's the world we live in right now? What have you done for me lately? So if Duke under Shire wins a national championship two years from now, right? I mean, look, in the history of the rivalry, will this be a uh, plus mark for North Carolina to beat Duke in a final and then having beaten them in Cameron you know, before? Sure it will, but it's the last thing you see. So if Duke wins a national championship, then doesn't North Carolina become big brother? No, I'm talking if if, if Duke wins. Yeah. yeah. No, because look, Steve, man, they, this, this just has to be embarrassing for Duke's fan base to have the, the, rival, the rival school, your biggest rival, Beat you on two of the biggest stages in sure. the same year. I, I, I'm not saying now, right? But I'm telling you, if two years from now Duke wins a national championship, are they going to look back and go, "Oh man, two years ago North Carolina beat us"? No, they won't give a damn about that because they just won. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we'll, we'll see about that. But my last comment, Steve, is uh, if it's one guy that's earning a lot of money in this tournament, it's Caleb Love because. He is uh he, he's a closer. I think he hit twenty two in the second half against Duke and he, he showed out against UCLA. Uh I mean he's really stepping up forward uh in this tournament. So I hope he get, I hope he's got one more in on the night, man. I'm really going for UNC to uh finish this off. But he's he's really uh if they win tonight, he's probably gonna be the uh tournament uh MVP. You know you know the guy that I that surprised me in watching him play in the tournament? 
is Baycott. Manic? Baycott, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, because you don't see North Carolina all the time. But, you know, watching them in the tournament, and I hope I hope tonight his ankle's okay. I do. I, I just hope right. he's able to play and play well. But just watching him in the tournament, he's pretty good. And I never heard of the guy before, to be frank, you know, be honest. But, you know, when you're in that NCAA tournament spotlight, you know, it gets shined on you, and you can either fizzle or step up. He's stepped up. He's he's performed very, very well. He's got his hands full of McCormick tonight, though. <laughs> that You better believe that. That's true. Yeah, good. <laughs> All right. Thanks, D. Uh, by the way, uh, Kessler from Auburn, see ya. Walker Kessler going to the NBA draft. Uh, he is a sophomore, I think. Uh, and he says he is fully committed to the NBA draft. Mike says uh, Sully gets a lifetime pass from him. Lifetime. Okay. Peyton says only 72 hours until the reigning, defending, undisputed world champion Braves defend their title. His World Series pick is the Braves over the Yankees uh, as they avenge 19. 19- 96. Okay. Well, that that could be. What I loved, though, I loved what Dave Roberts said, the Dodger manager. How many times do you hear a college coach or a pro coach, hey, are you going to win? Well, things have to break right for us, and, you know, the competition's great. You never know. He said, if we play a full season – and play in the playoffs, we should win. I'm paraphrasing, but how refreshing is that? He basically said, we got a good team, and if we play a full season, we should win, and if we don't get hurt. I mean, so don't you love that? I'll bet his players love that. If I'm playing for that dude, I'm thinking, yeah. Now, again, he's a former player, but I love that instead of the, you know, the coach speak, Well, things have to go right. No, we're good, and if we stay healthy, we should win. Love it. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes, Jillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family-owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. Gotta go, gotta go. Where'd I put... Ah, wallets. Check. And... Oh, phone. Check. 
lunch. Check. Checking for the things you need doesn't take long. But what about checking for your safety? At CheckToProtect.org, it only takes seconds to check for open recalls on your car and find the closest dealer who can make the repair for free. Before you go, take a minute. Visit CheckToProtect.org. Check to Protect is a program of the National Safety Council. Radiant Credit Union has the financing you need for all your outdoor fun. Whether you're fishing the flats, exploring rivers and springs, skiing around the lake, or camping in the great outdoors, Radiant has you covered. Our online application makes applying quick and easy, and our great rates will help you stick to your budget. Get financed for your next boat, RV, jet ski, or ATV at radiantcu.org slash outdoors. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. I love my Charmin's Super Mega Roll is six regular rolls in one. Enjoy the go with Charmin. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Sunny skies for the afternoon and temperatures in the 80s. They'll fall into the mid-60s overnight. Partly cloudy skies to start off your Tuesday, turning mostly cloudy by the early afternoon. Highs tomorrow still in the 80s, but a system should clip our area. That'll give us a chance for thunderstorms by tomorrow evening. A chance lasts through Thursday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. I know that I fawn all over the Greek freak, but in large part because he came out of nowhere, came over here, and then worked each year in getting better. And you could see that he was getting better every single year, but he hasn't stopped. This is his ninth year. I think that he won the MVP this past week. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. Just got confirmation that uh, Friday, Tim Kirkchin is going to be here to preview the start of the MLB season. Let's get Greg on the phone now. Greg, hi. Hey, Steve. I enjoy listening to all your baseball talk. I think it's kind of cool. Some people I haven't heard in a long time, they call in at baseball. So I don't want to, you know, disrespect them or what your, your baseball topic. But just the Gator football team real quick. I know we're approaching orange and blue game, spring game, but... You know, Steve, I was looking at so many different publications. They're really not giving us a chance. I get the old, you know, the name, a rebuilding year. But when I think about QB Anthony Richardson's coming back, Britton Cox Jr., the linebacker, that's basically when they lost him, they lost their boys last year. Justin Shorter will be back. Henderson at receivers. You got 
Naquan Wright, whom I think hasn't even fully blossomed yet, if he heals that ankle injury up. And I understand the new transfer world with the NCAA, you know, and all this stuff and NIL, but just uh, your fortune ball, you like that glass ball. And I know it might be a little cloudy because we don't know what the transfers might look like, but what do you think this team, I think they could surprise some people next year. And I'll listen to your thoughts off there and go Gators. Greg, thanks. Problem is, it's April. Season starts, what, five months, four months? A lot can happen between now and then. C- could they surprise? Yes, they could. If, if, if Anthony Richardson or Jack Miller is a quarterback that can make consistent plays, not turn the ball over, an improved offensive line, uh, et cetera, and, and I mean, yeah, they could. But, you know, the other teams also have improved. In Texas A&M, I think this is a make-or-break year for Jimbo Fisher, just in terms of, you know, what the hype is. He, he's recruited this fanny off. Well, now, okay, can they win games? Can they win meaningful games? What's George's mindset going to be after losing all that talent? I mean, they've recruited – look – you're a great coach. You, you know, isn't it funny how this works? And I had a coach tell me this um, in Georgia this week. He said to me, we're great coaches when we have a lot of talent. Well, yeah. I mean, you still have to coach up the talent. I get it. But, you know, having great players helps. And wherever you, know, you hate Georgia, love Georgia, they recruited well, well. Um, one more baseball note. Again, I'm going to go into SEC games only. Nine games, ladies and gentlemen. Michael, let me ask you a question. Grab that microphone there. If I, had, if I said to you, how many teams just in SEC play, right, have a team ERA under four, which is, you know, okay. How many how many teams within the SEC would you say are at that level? Maybe less than half. How about three? Three. Okay. Tennessee is ridiculous at 1.33. Their Sunday guy, their Sunday starter just threw a complete game, and they swept Vanderbilt. And I wonder what they're saying about that coach. Because you know what? Vandy's 4-5 and five in the league. Arkansas coming in here. Their team ERA, 3.36. They're 7-2. Vanderbilt is just the 3.99. Yeah. So, and how about, Florida's certainly struggling. How about Georgia? See, here's the thing, Right? Georgia is nationally ranked, just swept the Gators. I wonder if their fans are calling in today and saying, you know, our team ERA and league play is 7.52, which is what it is. I bet you they're not. Why? They just won. They just swept Florida for the second straight time at Foley Field. So sometimes when you win, that number gets masked. Right? Mississippi State. College World Series champions last year. Their team ERA is seven. 
through nine games. Bring Rob here. Rob, hello. Yes, Steve. I mean, um, I'm with that other caller or emailer that says um, Sully gets a lifeline. He gets a lifelong all day with me. He's done so much good to that school. And if the guys ain't going to learn from him, he's going to have to, you know, get some better players. But what I've seen in the last few years of Florida baseball, we haven't had a true ace. And what I mean by a true ace is a Fiedo, a singer. And those, hey, don't get me wrong, those are probably hard to come by. They probably want a generation kit, uh, those Randalls and, and those guys that could come in. And you would know that 99.9% of the time they were going to shut down the team or keep you in play. And I think we've, we've dropped off a little bit on, on having that, that master pitcher. How about you? Well, numbers would yep. say that's not the case. Okay. Um, I think the problem is innings, okay? I could be way wrong here, but just my memory for whatever it is, right? Um, the, the Fiedos and the Singers, those guys, right? Logan Shore, they Absolutely. seem to go deeper into games. And I think that's what, you know, Hunter Barco, his numbers – are wonderful, okay? I mean, if you just if you just took Hunter Barco's numbers and said, you know, if, if I said to you, here's a pitcher, okay, no name, no name, uh, I think you would say they were pretty good. But, for example, what's the record? Five and one. What's the ERA? 1.87. Excellent. Okay? Opponent batting average. 169. That's what teams are hitting against him. 169. Okay. Aren't those numbers pretty good? Those are superb numbers. Okay. I mean, when um, Sully won that national title, believe it or not, that team couldn't hit with a lick, but they were timely, they were efficient, and the one niche that they had, I think that was one of his best defensive teams he's ever had. And it's so important to score points and put points up on the board and have a great offense. But that year, it was amazing how he won that title with that team, Steve. Don't you think that was a special year, the way they won it? Which year? When they won the, when they won the whole thing? Yeah, when they well, won course. the whole thing. Of course it's special. When you win the World College World Series, yeah, it's special. Sure. It was unbelievable. And, and I, would t- I would tell you that Sully would tell you that wasn't his most talented team. But that was a team that was efficient. And when it was time to make a play, they made a play, and they were they were hell of a hell of a defensive team. But Sully's been consistently good. He's got a great great model, and it'll it'll come through. Maybe he doesn't have that 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 ace, that true ace. You got to find him. But he but does have still- Barco. I just recited the numbers to you. Those are ace numbers. I hear you. I hear you, Jeff. I, I'm just you're just putting it out there that when when Sully was very successful. It was when we had Fiedo, and we know that's an arm we can count on day in and day out. And, you know, that's what we need is we need cannons out there, Steve. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Rob. PG, hello. Hey, man. Um, just going to continue on the Gator baseball topic. So, it's, it's Arkansas, really good team. Where are they recruiting from? You know, like Tennessee, because there's not a lot of baseball up there. I mean, I know they play it. Um but, you know, Florida, Texas, Florida, there's just 
so much talent here, right? Wouldn't you agree with that in, in the high school and travel ball? In the state of Florida? Yeah. Oh, sure. Of course. Probably the best. And Florida, according to Perfect Game, pretty much even though they lost guys to the draft, still have one, two, wherever you look, maybe the third rated class. It's in the top five, sometimes one or two. They're really recruiting really well. So my question is, you know, is it just like a cycle of, of – and I don't want to be down on guys, but it just seems like like Milton – I can go down the list of guys that just haven't put it together. Misses almost, you know? Like they're just not – you know, they didn't hit on guys, and they had, you know, their choice. I feel like Florida, you know, does – I mean, put it on paper, recruiting really well. So, you know, do you think they just, they just missed on some guys that just didn't develop? Mm, I think every program has that. Right, And I think the other thing, to be fair, PG, is what's the measuring stick? I mean, Milchin's been hurt a lot. You know, he's in his sixth year. You, you rarely see that, you know, a sixth-year guy. You know, so has he developed? You know, you, okay, but I don't know that he was – when he was recruited, he was going to be a top-of-the-line pitcher. That's the other thing. I mean, just because a guy in high school was a starting pitcher – you know, maybe he's not being groomed to be that at the college level. He's going to be a middle relief guy or he's going to be yeah. a, a, a weekday starter or maybe the closer. And as far wow. as Arkansas and Vanderbilt, they recruit nationally. That's if you look at Arkansas's rosters traditionally, uh, it's, you know, Ohio, Texas, their state. They don't recruit a lot from Florida. Pretty interesting. Yeah, and they have to go outside. It's just like Tennessee and football. Like, there's just not a lot there. They're getting better with that. I'm just throwing that out there. But yeah, I mean, most of their players are from Arkansas, but they go Texas, Oklahoma, you know, Ohio. Yeah. So yeah. But as a matter of fact, was it this year or last year? I want to say they didn't have a player from Florida from the state. That'd be almost hard to do. I mean, I feel like this is the best baseball in the country. And, and objectively, you can see that in these rankings. And Florida's getting guys; they're picking. I mean, they are. It's a it's a school people want to go to, you know, for baseball. And I just I don't know. It, it's early, but I just it seemed like last year was kind of the same thing. And I, I just I don't know. Somebody's going to step up, hopefully, but I don't know who it'll be, man. Thank you. Okay, PG. Thank you. Um, yeah, I've got Vanderbilt's roster here. Um, California, Alabama, Georgia, Michigan, Tennessee, Washington, Florida. So just their first seven guys on the roster by, by number are all from different states. Massachusetts, that's where Keegan's from. Uh, Bulger's from Maryland. Uh, Rogers, the outfielder who's a freshman from Indiana. Uh, they got a guy from Pennsylvania, New Hampshire. You get where I'm going? They recruit nationally. There's a lot of ways, different ways to do it. 145 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Really good day today talking sports with you. Still have one segment to take your calls, questions, and comments. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Donovan Kaiser. The college basketball season comes to a close today as 8-seed North Carolina Tar Heels take on the 1-seed Kansas Jayhawks in New Orleans. 
Live coverage of the national championship game begins right here at 7.30. After a 1-3 week that included getting swept by Georgia, the Florida Gators baseball team is now unranked in the D1 baseball top 25 poll. Florida is 18-10 on the season and will face Florida A&M in Arkansas this week. The Gators have won one of three SEC series so far this spring. In Gators golf, Florida is taking part in the Calusa Cup from April 3-5. to 5. Midway through day two, the Gators are in first above Georgia, Georgia Tech, and Wake Forest. For your Gainesville Sports Center, I'm Donovan Kaiser. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Thinking about getting married but nervous about popping the question? IDC owner Keith LeClaire totally gets it. When I asked my wife Peggy to be my bride, I had to drive all the way to Michigan to get married. I was 24 years old. I turned around twice on the way up and turned back coming back to Florida because I'm like, what am I doing? And I knew I had picked the right bride, but it was still scary. The third time, Keith kept on driving. And now, 43 years later, he and Peggy are living their best life. I married way above my head. Because of her, we're where we are today with three children, ten grandchildren, and a lot, a lot of friends. Having the right partner and being married, it's truly the biggest blessing of my life. And seeing and helping other happy couples, either just starting out or celebrating milestone anniversaries, is what International Diamond Center is all about. Life gets better each year that goes by. I'm just so thankful. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point where relationships come first always. I love my wife dearly. She's the greatest, biggest blessing that God has ever given to me. There is nothing more important than my wife. Gainesville Highfield MRI is growing and expanding their business. Construction is underway, and later this year, they'll be adding X-ray and ultrasound capabilities. If you need a scan, go with the best. Gainesville Highfield MRI. There's a reason why so many doctors refer their patients to Gainesville Highfield MRI. They're kind and compassionate. They help with insurance issues. They're claustrophobic friendly, and the scan times are so much quicker than other imaging centers in the area. Gainesville Highfield MRI, located in the Millennium Center on 43rd Street and Newberry Road, and online at GainesvilleHighfieldMRI.com. And now a message from Puff's Tissues. It's that time of year when spring's in full swing and explosions of life make allergies really zing. Each sniffle and swipe can be a moment of dread as ordinary tissues make noses angry and red. So keep Puff's by your side to soften all your blows with Air Puff Magic. They'll cushion your nose. Especially during allergy season, a nose in need deserves Puff's indeed. Scared money don't make money holds true on and off the field. This is Gators head football coach Billy Napier. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF is Gainesville's only sports radio home for all things Gators. If your business can use a boost in sales, let Peter and the gang help. Contact the radio home of the orange and blue by logging on to WRUF.com and clicking on the Contact Us button at the bottom of the page. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, got a couple of emails here. John had asked uh, what I preferred in terms of championships. Um, he said, do you prefer the overall champion to have to go through a long process of many games 
like the MLB or NBA, or do you prefer one similar to NCAA football? Um, I don't have a preference, but he says when he got got to go through a gauntlet of the best of five or best of seven in each round of the playoffs. In general, in general, the better team wins. Uh, thus, when all is said and done in these types of playoffs, the champions normally the best team in the sport. Yeah, I mean, the more games you play, obviously there's a better chance for an upset. But if you're in the football playoff, you can't afford an upset. You can afford an upset in best of three or best of five or best of seven, but I don't know that I prefer one. I guess from a fan standpoint, though, it's the do or die, right? I would prefer it. In other words, from an excitement standpoint, in the World Series, you can lose game one, and there's a game two. But in the college football playoff, if you lose a game, you're out. So I guess probably that because of that reason. And then um, BB has a great one here. He says, how do you feel about Kansas considering all the potential baggage their program might have, like LSU's program, and will you be pulling for North Carolina? Now, I'm not pulling for anybody. I think Kansas is playing great, and obviously Carolina is too. Uh, but I said this at the top of the show, BB. It, it's, it's ironic where Kansas is because they could uh, – the kids on this team are not affected by that. So from that standpoint, if I'm looking at the, at the kids – I can't hate on them. They had nothing to do with what happened in the past. But it is ironic that Kansas could win a national championship and have the cloud of five level one violations hanging over its head. And some of those violations were against the coach, Bill Self. And yet they gave Bill Self, I think I'm right, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't they give him a lifetime contract? I think they did. So what is what message does that send? It's okay if you cheat. If you cheat big. Level one is not good. Once again, to be fair, most of those were Adidas allegedly paying you know, money out. But some were against Bill Self. And the fact that it's taken three years to have this come to fruition is just crazy. It's crazy. It should never, ever take this long. If tomorrow they don't announce this, and do a little survey if it isn't announced. Will Tiger Woods play in the Masters? He's there. He's practicing. Okay? He says it's a game-time decision. The only thing I question about Tiger Woods, I only wish I had his competitiveness, but that's my point here, Okay? Can he play in the Masters at the level he plays at, you know, with what he expects of himself, 
not at full strength. Can he hack that? Can he say, you know, okay, I gave it a shot, and, 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 and if, he's, if he scores poorly, can you look in the mirror and say, well, I, I gave it what I had? Because imagine living up to that standard, what, what his standard is, but you just wonder um, if he can do that. So if he doesn't announce by tomorrow, we'll do a little unscientific poll here and uh, see what you think. Also, tomorrow, Gator softball coach Tim Walton will join us. Um, Tim Kirkjian is going to join us Friday to talk the beginning of the Major League Baseball season. We're working on some other guests uh, as well. Um, It's very hard to get Arkansas's baseball coach. He doesn't do a lot of media. We're going to try. And if not, we'll find somebody to talk about their baseball team. Remember tonight, title game you can hear right here at 7.30. Tomorrow, baseball at 5.55. Then Wednesday, softball against FSU at 5.50. And then the Gator Baseball Series starts with Arkansas 5.55 on Thursday. Opening day for the Rays. They'll play Baltimore on Friday. You can hear it here at 2.30. And right after that, Gator Baseball against Arkansas game two. And we got softball all weekend for you, too, with Bama. But that'll be a Saturday, Sunday, Monday uh, series. And then we do have MLB on Sunday night. What else? Red Sox-Yankees. That'll be coming your way at 7 o'clock as our coverage of the MLB will kick into high gear. All right, our last uh, two or three minutes here. Uh, Bill says... Steve, you talked a lot about baseball. Do you think softball is underachieving? Underachieving. (laughs) They're nationally ranked. Okay? They lead the SEC in earn run average. They're hitting 338 as a team. 338. Okay? But I get it. Okay, But if you look at Florida in, in softball, unlike baseball, when there are some – the only thing Florida's not doing well or a lot of is hitting homers. They don't they – don't, they've not hit their home run uh, stride yet. But they lead the SEC in stolen bases. And I'm just going to say this too. It's just like baseball. Okay, there's some really good teams in this league. You know what the first place team is in this league? I'm going to run this down for you. This is how competitive softball is. South Carolina is two and ten. Texas A&M is two and seven. LSU is three and six. Missouri is three and five. Ole Miss is four and five. The rest of the teams in the league, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams are separated by one game for first place. One game. Arkansas and Kentucky are six and three. 
Tennessee and Alabama are seven and four. Georgia is five and three. Florida is seven and five. Auburn is seven and five. And Mississippi State's five and four. Think about that. All those teams are within a game of each other. They're just knocking each other off. And that's good. That makes for great league play, doesn't it? I mean, I, look, I get it. If you're a fan of a school, you want to beat the brains out of people. I get it. But just as a fan, that's pretty good stuff there. And that's why, with those records, you're not seeing a lot of sweeps. The first place team is 6-3 and three in the league. Only three teams, Alabama, Kentucky, and Georgia, have three or fewer losses. Actually, no fewer. Only three. That's the fewest losses in the league. That's it. Pretty interesting. And we'll talk to Tim Walton about that uh, and the upcoming game with FSU and the upcoming series with Alabama, who is 7-4 as Florida is 7-5 in SEC play. Should be good. Thanks to Michael today for producing. We thank you for listening. Good calls, good emails today. Lots to talk about. Hopefully we'll do it again tomorrow. By the way, Albert Pujols at 40-whatever he is, 42-whatever he is, is going to start his 22nd straight opening day. That ties Henry Aaron for the most, I think. I think I'm right in that. It's amazing. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYWF. Enjoy tonight's championship game. We'll talk about it tomorrow. I'm Steve Russell. See you later. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981FM, 850 AM, WRUF.